Welcome to Dumb Girl Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Fury. Here we talk all things wellness, business, and relationships. Don't get it twisted. There's nothing dumb around here. Playing dumb can actually work to your advantage because it illustrates the power of communication. In each episode, there's something you'll receive that you can apply to help build more success in your life. So talk less, listen more, and play dumb, and let the guests share their wisdom. Enjoy. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome to Dumb Girl Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Fury. Uh, today we have a very special guest, at least for me, I think he's a very special guest. And for the real estate world, they're going to hear that Matt Leonetti's on. They're like, oh, I need to watch. I need to listen to what he's going to say. Because you never know what he's going to say. He's just going to show up and just, I don't know, kick ass. But he is the host of Over Ass Podcast. He is an award-winning real estate agent, and he is a content creator. He has created a lot of content by being both the disgruntled seller, somebody's father, a listing agent. He's been Stan. He's created videos around Eminem. He's created different music videos around even, I can't think of the name right now. What what is the, Matt, what is the one that you recently did with the... Um, the bands with the three people and you were the guitarist. Oh, Blink-182. Blink-182. How do I forget? And that's like my generation. How do you just... <laughs> and then in a couple of weeks, I think it's like next week or the week after, you're going to go to Inman. This is your second yeah. time being at Inman. So welcome to Dumb Girl Podcast. Matt, Leonetti. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. I am so excited to have you here. And I have to selfishly say that I've been... I'll tell you guys a story. I like the digital world. And I find that it's sort of a hobby of mine to see how people create their business and create their brand and how they grow from it. So I discovered this guy, Matt Leonetti, probably about a year and a half ago. And I'm originally from New York, so I see he has a Yankees hat. He has dark hair. He has an Italian look. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to follow this guy. I don't know if you're Italian, but now I know you're in Toronto. <laughs> and his videos, like... I mean, just stop what you're doing, pause this for a second, go to Matt Leonetti's Instagram right now. Seriously, look at one of his videos, hit, hit the follow button, and, and you're just, I, I would say, Matt, and I say this from my heart, you are, you, you nailed it. You nailed it. And I, I definitely would want to know, like, what incentivized you to just be like, you know what, I'm going to just take it from a whole other angle that everybody else is doing as opposed to just luxury homes. Let's look at luxury homes. Like I'm going to take a whole other angle. And if you don't mind just sharing and starting with that. Yeah. Um, thank you for the kind words. Um, yeah, it was just, I was so burnt out of seeing the same thing over and over and over again. Not that it's bad. I mean, clearly we've seen in our brokerage, there's tons of agents who are just killing it you know, posting those luxury homes and stuff like that, but that just wasn't me. And uh, it took a long time for me to realize that, that I had to find kind of what what was for me. And I almost got out of the business. Um, I was very, very close to getting out of the business and had always had these kind of comedy ideas. So I've been on stage um, and I just liked making people laugh. So right before I was thinking about getting out of the business, I thought, maybe I'll try one of these comedy ideas. And I've had these comedy ideas since I got into the business, but everyone told me not to do them because no one would take me serious. I was already young. Don't hinder myself even more um, and do these, you know, comedy videos and everyone's just going to hate it. So 
when I was thinking about getting out of the business, I thought, you know, nothing left to lose back against the wall. I'm going to try this. And, uh, thankfully I did. And I just really trusted my gut and I posted that first comedy video and it kind of started a whole new journey for me. I'm very grateful, um, what it's done. And now, yeah, it's, I've kind of been doing a lot of different things with it. Got a podcast, you know, I've been speaking a lot. My real estate business is way better. So yeah, it's just, it's been great, great two and a half, three years now I've been doing the videos. Yeah. I think it's amazing. And you, and you see how you evolve. It's almost like watching like a little kid sort of evolve right, right, right before your eyes in social media. And you were, you're yeah. definitely one of those people. Like I applaud it. I was telling somewhere before this, I was like one of his videos, one of his audios, and I'm sure that you know, this is going fucking viral. Yeah. One of your, one of your audios is going viral. It's, it's you talking it's, and, and somebody calls yeah. and who's Jennifer? She's my wife. My oh, wife does all the other videos, all the voices. So she's like, this is fucking weird. Cause like, she's like, she does not like being, that's why she's never on camera. She just her voice and people love her voice. Um, they think it's so funny. Um, but she hates like being the center of attention. So the fact that those are going viral with her voice, she's like mortified. I think it's great. It's all over TikTok. <laughs> Are you on TikTok? Yeah. It's all over TikTok and it's all over now on IG, but it's just amazing. But I do want to go back because from what I've, I've been told you were a touring musician way before you yeah. even got into real estate and you did that for some time now. So do, I mean, can you share either of that time or either share the transition that you were like, you know what? I'm done. I've I'm done. I've been in that situation. I, I, I yep. definitely have. I've experienced that both emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually, financially, all that stuff. I'm like, hand, I'm done. So yeah, if you don't mind sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did uh, music pretty much my whole life. And then when I got out of high school, I just did music kind of full time. I also taught music. So that's kind of how I funded it. Um, I would just tour and you know, I would tour, I would uh, write for people, I would record for people, just everything I could do music and uh, just went on for so long and it was starting to just feel so, I was getting super burnt out and I was feeling like it just wasn't fun anymore. And I always told myself, you know, once it's not fun, I'll take a step back and reassess because it was always a huge passion of mine. I loved to, to do it and I didn't want to lose that about music. So that day came, um, where I was just kind of, you know, I didn't want to go to band practice or I didn't want to like go tour with someone anymore. Like I wanted to, I don't know, try something else. I was also not making like any money. So that was, you know, I wanted to have a nice life for me and my then girlfriend, now wife. Um, and yeah, it just all kind of happened. We went to Florida for my wife. She had graduated university. And we went to Florida and I was talking to the cab driver about like all the houses. And I was very interested in it um, only because I watched Million Dollar Listing. So um, like I would watch, you know, Ryan Serhant was my first guy like I kind of saw and I watched those shows. And I always thought in the back of my head, like that's my, that might be my backup plan. If this doesn't work, the music stuff, I'll go into to real estate. And at that point, I didn't even fucking know how to spell real estate. Like, that's how, like, I, I didn't know it was, 
this is awful. I've never admitted this. You're getting a <laughs> a, a dumb girl exclusive. Listen, be um, as raw as you be as raw as you want to, because somebody's gonna I listen thought, to this. Is like, thank God, because I don't know how to spell. Yeah, the, and I'm just. Gonna... I, thought, I thought it was one word. I didn't think it was like oh real. God, so funny. A state. So I was like googling. I was like, how the fuck do you spell this shit? It was like, you know, when you try and spell pterodactyl for the first time, you're like, why the fuck's there a fucking P in there? Um, yeah, it was like that. So um, I just would, uh, yeah, I just got it. I went back home and I was like, I'm going to get into real estate. And I started looking up, Googling my courses. That's when I found out I couldn't spell real estate. And uh, I just started making the steps towards that. And a lot of people told me I wasn't going to succeed at it because they knew, you know, I'm very like... Um, kind of off the wall like i can't be like sitting still and like i'm always like telling jokes and doing this and music was always my background for so long so a lot of doubt right off the bat but it was just i don't know i've always been the person that like once my i have my mindset to it i'll make it happen like a manifestation like mm -hmm. wanting to make something happen but i do want to know something because i'm into this internal journey that people go through where they have to like really go really deep and and to really pull out this part of themselves that they have to move past and i i just suspect that there was a time in your music career that either there was sadness resentment just like you just feel like i've tried every single thing and i'm, I'm trying every angle i'm talking to countless amount of people like i'm passionate about this but there is something about this that is not serving me. Yep. That was absolutely. Um, There's a, lo a lot of times we would play shows and I wouldn't get paid. They would say we they would pay us and they wouldn't pay us. So that was the first thing that I was like, okay, I can't be, I can't keep doing like going all these places and not getting paid at all. Like that was literally like for a bit, that was all I had was that. And then it just started kind of unwinding, like everyone in the bands and the people I would play with started going their separate ways. And it was just, I don't know, it came to a point where it was just me and I was recording, like I had a studio in my basement and I was just, just like, just like going so hard. And I think I just burnt myself out to the point where I was like, this isn't even fun. Like, I'm just so focused on like, hitting it big or something that like I've, I've lost track of like why I did it in the first place. And now it's the best decision I ever made. Cause I love music. I still love music, you know? And now when I pick up a guitar or do whatever, it's, it's fun. And it, it's like, I don't know. It just like gives me a sense of calm, which for so long it didn't anymore. Yeah. So you started to just, research on what I need to do to get into the real estate market? Did you just do a hard quit and say, I'm not doing this anymore? And you told Jennifer, like, you know what? I will do what I can to to make ends meet. Maybe they're already- Her name's Nikki. Oh, her name's Her real name's Nikki. Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> My wife's gonna be like, who the fuck's Jennifer? <laughs> Nikki, I am so sorry. <laughs> but your alias she has name- a different your name, Your alias name is Jennifer. <laughs> this way no one finds you you know I'm, i am gonna bring this up because when i came up to you at forum i was stoked among the thousands of people that are like matt leonetti's here seriously yeah. people like matt leonetti's here 
And, um, and I was at a time that I've been going back and forth with getting back in the podcast space. And um, I came up to you and you just have this natural way. You could just talk about whatever. And you're, you're, you're very connected. You're centered. You're listening. You're giving someone their time. And I don't know. I said, you know, the name of my podcast is Dumb Girl Podcast. And in that moment, you said to me, oh, it reminds me of uh, Call Her Daddy with Alex Cooper. And I was like, that's cool. This guy's cool. <laughs> He's cool. Just because he said that and he gets it. And I appreciate that. And it's funny because I'm listening to an episode with her and she doesn't, she identifies her partner as an alias. She doesn't want to talk about it. So I find it to be funny. So Nikki, on this episode, yeah. you're Jennifer. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so my apologies, but I am talking about you. But, you know, so were you, now were you making ends meet? Were you just like, I'm going to do a hard stop? Nikki, we're going to do this. What was it? Yeah, it was, um, no, I wasn't really making, like I said, I taught music as well. So that was kind of what I would, how I really would survive, but I still lived at home with my parents. So it wasn't like, you know, I had a bunch of bills or anything like that, but there's came a time, you know, uh, we'd been together for since high school. So we've been together now for like 14, 15 years, married for two and a half. Um, and it just, I was like, I want like a good life you know, I want to create something. And then I got into real estate. And and then when I got into real estate, I got in because I thought I had a good personality. And then when I got into real estate, I've, I lost all that. I threw it all away because I thought I had to be something I wasn't. Um, so then, and that starts sucking the life out of me too, because I felt like the only way to be successful was like, you know, for the longest time, there was like the, the one kind of model you or some shit like that. And you'd be successful and you have to have a certain personality. You got to wear a suit and a tie and all this stuff. And it's just like, nothing was lining up for me, but I thought I'd, I'd try it. Maybe I would just get used to it. Um, and it didn't, I, I didn't. Um, and that's when I almost got out of the business. And then I started just doing shit I stopped asking permission, I think. What was, was the, the moment that you were like, I'm going to try this? What was the moment that you were like, you know what? I'm going to try this. I'm just going to yeah. try it. Let me see what it is. I'm just going to try it. And then you did it and you wait and you're like, and then I got to do another one. And it's uncomfortable. I'm just going to do another one. What was that moment yeah. that you're like, let me try this? Because you said that you 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 did stand up and you did comedy and going back. No, to, I didn't do stand up. Oh, you oh, okay. I thought you said you've been doing something on stage. My bad. Um, yeah, sorry, music, but oh, I never oh, right, right, right. stand up or, com yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of people think I have, um, which is nice. I appreciate that, but I've never done any comedy or acting or anything like that. Um, but that moment was when I was thinking about getting out of the business, my wife and I had finally moved out. We were in a small condo and we were walking our dog Bowie, David Bowie's his full name. And, um, who also has we were a walking him and I, He's got a bedroom. We, yeah, we just painted it. Um, it's fantastic. <laughs> and we we were walking, Bowie, and I was had just left my the team I was on, and I didn't know what I was gonna do, and I was flustered, and I was trying to think of different content ideas, and they were very run of the mill ideas. And then I remember like turning to Nikki and being like, "I wish I could just say like fuck on camera," and she was like, "Well, yeah, I don't know, do it." She doesn't, you know, whatever. And I was like, all right. So, and it didn't, it didn't get to that right away, but there was like, I don't know, something clicked there. 
And I was like, well, I could probably just be like a little more fun though. Like really go all in on this like comedy or fun stuff. Because at that time there wasn't a lot of kind of real estate comedy content going on. So I really had to search for it. Um, and yeah, that's what I did. But that was the moment walking the dog at the old condo. That's awesome. You know, I can actually see in a few years from now, newer agents coming in and using your model that you've created as something that they do. I really do. And I see that now. I People people doing it now, they just sort of like, I, I like to observe what people do and just see how they do it. And I, <clears throat> I applaud what you do just because it's so different and you saw a road and decided to just make it your own. And everyone just sort of like, caught on to it I, I don't remember what one of the first videos that you did that really caught viral but I do remember you wearing this sweater in the cold and you know and somebody threw coffee on you or one of the videos that you did <laughs> but there was something I think it was probably like a bohemian rhapsody video that you did and I I do want to go back to the comedy thing because most people don't find they, they think all these things about real estate agents and they don't want to say it. And you decided to say it. I know that you and your part, your, uh, your, not your partner, partner, but, but Eric, you and Eric, you guys work together with this. Yeah. Eric is the broke agent and you guys really just come in from a place of humor. And it's funny because you're putting down agents and agents get it. And it's like where at one time you're like, okay, now now that they're catching on to my comedy, let me get a little bit more raw and real on things in real estate. And what it what is you what incentivize you to now go into that direction that you're sort of not putting realtors down, but you're just like, it's funny, you're creating comedy around things that people don't want to say sometimes. Yeah. I try and put scenarios and like, at first I would kind of just, I was testing things out. So I would do things where like kind of poke fun at a client or poke fun at a real estate agent. I don't do as much of that anymore. It's more like, um, situational comedy stuff, which I think resonates a lot more with everyone involved because, you know, if you have like a bad home inspection, like every agent can kind of relate to that. Um, so I try and do stuff like that. Music again is also like a big part of what I love. So I bring that into it. Um, and it's honestly just a ton of trial and error. And that's what people really have to understand about all this. Like, you're not just going to hit it the first time. And if you do, you're not going to hit it every week or every time you post. So it's like, you know, figure it out, post something. If it does great, that's amazing. You know, then what else are you going to post? And a lot of times people will post something. It'll be awesome. And then they'll post their second thing and it won't do good. And then they'll stop posting altogether because they think it doesn't work. But really that trial and error process right there, that's where kind of all the magic happens. Because when you have a video that does well and a video that doesn't, you can compare them and figure out, okay, what happened? Why did people like this one video and not this other video? And that's how you start tailoring your content accordingly yeah, I to think you have the to. audience you want. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's really important because you sort of get to see the feedback. And after a while, you see more people liking something specific. You do a little bit more of that, but I feel as if then you can jump back to something else to see if other people 
because there's other followers who may just sort of like find that type of humor or that type of content to be something to draw their attention. Now, you had some naysayers when you first started doing it. How did you block that out? Because that can get into your psyche where you're like, am I doing this? Then you're like questioning and, and then you're like questioning something that you actually feel good about. So how did you just break through that to be like, I'm going to stick yeah. to this? Well, nothing was working for me. So until I started doing the videos, I got some sort of recognition at least. Um, like the first video I did, it was for a listing. It was a really bad listing. Um, right away, I got the most engagement I'd ever gotten on social media. So that was a win to me. Nothing was working. So right there, I was like, oh, cool. That's awesome. Then that house ended up selling in like eight hours with three offers and it sold over ass. Um, so when that happened, I was like, oh, I, I just got to keep exploring this. And then there's, yeah, a lot of people kind of hating on it and saying it's dumb and it's stupid. And I was like, well, what else am I going to, I can't go back to what I was doing. Like that's nothing was happening. At least something's happening here. And then, so I was just like, okay, I, I don't like that. Everyone's like kind of telling me it's dumb, but like, cause I think when people say, well, just don't care about what people think. I think everyone cares about what people think but once you find what you're passionate about those opinions matter less and they really do because I, I i began to be just so focused in on what my goal was that i just it, i kind of just blocked it out i just was like okay that's cool you do what you gotta do and i was just so tunnel vision on because i knew there was something to what i was doing how long would you say from doing what you were doing, do you just start to monetize off of your social media, whether in the real estate world or in the social world? Um, pro well, in the real estate world, probably about six to eight months. Um, cause that's, I posted the Freddie Mer Mercury video within that first six to eight months. And that's the one that kind of took it to the next level for me. Uh, in terms of real estate. And I, I started getting a couple more calls. Um, and then that was 2019. We started. Yeah. And then probably uh, a year and a half in started monetizing on like social and uh, like the podcast and stuff. Mm -hmm. What would so. you say is your percentage of clients that you get in real estate from your social media? It's hard to say an exact percentage because some are like directly from Instagram, but then, then some are like referrals from someone I got from Instagram. So I'm like, is that a, what is that? Is that like a sphere? Is that a referral or is that an Instagram? So I think, mo you know, other than my sphere, I would say at least nine, 90%. Whoa. That's amazing. Would be from Instagram. That's amazing. It's just, yeah. Cause I don't have a big, I don't do much else. Um, and I don't, my sphere isn't like giant in terms of like, you know, my friends buying my, my family, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it's hard to like completely figure it out because yeah, like I said, it's like the referral came from like an Instagram lead that was, so it's like, what is that? I don't know what, um, I'm terrible at those things. Like, trying to like figure out and like be analytical and figure out where everything like comes from. I'm just like, 
I'm super like, okay, cool. Like got a, got some new business type deal. Like I don't, I should really actually focus more on like that shit. Maybe you shouldn't. Cause I would like to know. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's maybe humbling for maybe, you to say that. Maybe that's my thing. I mean, it's just humbling for you to be like, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm grateful I get this business and it just keeps me focused. Let's say, um, somebody was like a new agent and they're like, Matt, I'm fucking banging my head up against the wall. I'm trying, I'm trying to figure out like, do I want to go post somebody else's videos that they're doing, you know, $64 million homes in Los Angeles listed by this person. They're a big agent. Do I try the comedy thing by list, by using someone else's thing? Or do I try something completely different and just stick to something that's completely different? And how do I know when to switch from what I'm doing to try something different? Yeah, I would say do what you would do. So like when you're not on camera or when you're not in this business, what are you talking about? talk about that on camera because that's where your enthusiasm lays. And I really do feel that enthusiasm sells. So if you love horseback riding, talk about horseback riding and you're going to gain the attention of other people who love horseback riding. That's just a layer. It doesn't have to be all you do and all you talk about, but that's a layer that a lot of other people can't relate, you know, to someone else with. So just talk, do those things and talk about, um, things you actually like to talk about. Um, don't do anything you wouldn't do in your normal life. Like if you hate talking about market stats, don't get on camera and start talking about market stats. It's not going to work. You practice the law of attraction, right? Are you familiar with it? Yes. Have you used it? In- Always. Always is great. Have you used it in different areas of your business? I love talking about this. I'm going to get situated here. Well, I'll just, you know, shut the fuck up and let you just Um, talk for a little bit. But I I, I do want you to talk about it for a little bit because I, I mean, I love it. I can talk about it for days because I just think it's really cool, like energetically, just to like connect to it and just connect to others who are into it. So talk about your experience with it and um, something that can help someone else by applying it to something that they really want and they're really passionate about. And they wake up every single day and they're like, I just, I, I just have this, I want to do this thing. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I started reading, I think a lot of people who, who believe in the law of attraction or practice it kind of start with the secret um, the book, the secret, that's where I started pretty much. And I was just super intrigued by it. Um, so I started practicing it like little by little in my life, which is like very small things. And then it turned into, I journal every night now. Um, and since then, like people ask, like, are you, you know, are you like surprised that you get to do all this cool stuff? And I'm like, I love it, but not really. Like I've been writing, like I wrote down, you know, I'd work with Ryan Serhant. I'd speak with Ryan Serhant. I told people eight months before I ever spoke at Inman that I was going to speak at Inman um, because I was just so sure of 
of it. Um, and it just made me work that much harder. That was before I even knew anyone at admin. Um, yeah, a bunch of different things just kind of, I would gain the attention of certain people. Um, I just worked towards it and it wasn't like, it was honestly, and it wasn't even like I knew anyone who knew these people. It was just like, if I just, you know, throw it into the universe, that's what I want. I'm going to get to work and actually work towards it. It'll come together. It will. And I wholeheartedly believe that. And I will always believe that. And it's just been such a cool thing to see everything, you know, when you, when you're writing stuff down for so long and you see it happen, it's a really cool feeling. And I get, like I said, I've been writing down, like I'm going to speak at all the biggest events for a long time. And when I write down stuff now, sometimes when I'm writing something down, I'll get goosebumps. And that's when I know it's like getting close. It's like, if you don't believe it, you think I'm crazy. But if you do, you know what I'm, you you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I write. I'm a, I love to write. I find it to be something I connect to. So when I tell people that I write, they're like, I don't have time to do it. But because I've been in fitness prior to being in real estate, I've also learned that you either make the time or you make the excuse. There's no middle ground. It's either one or the other, and that's it. And you just make the time because if it's that important to you, you're going to make the time for it. Otherwise, you're not. You're going to find a reason not to. And if you're that passionate about actually doing it, just do one extra thing. And I write, and sometimes, and just hearing what you're saying about writing is that sometimes I'll write presently, like what's going on, if something's going on. But lately, I've been doing more writing of uh, futuristic, writing in the now of something that's already going on. Yep. Writing like blah, 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 and, and feeling whatever it is around it. But there's something that comes with that, and that sometimes is doubt. Because you can be writing, and a lot of times, maybe you're like, I'll just use a new agent. I'll use a new agent as an example. You're a new agent, and you're sitting there, and you're like, I have this amazing new listing in Bel Air, 65.5000000 million, co-listed with Mauricio Umansky, and, you know, 11-bed, 9-bath. Yeah, And it's like, and, and I think that there's something so great to have such a broad way of thinking. And I think that also it's like, what steps are you, what steps are you taking to actually make that unfold? Cause you can write and you can write all day, but what were the, some of those steps that you took with your writing and the action and the action that you were taking? Yeah. I just worked as hard as I could with the content. Um, I was writing everything based around the content. So I knew if I write this down, I throw it into the universe and I literally just put my head down and get to work. Cause it doesn't work. The, the writing, the shit doesn't work. If you just sit on the couch afterwards, it's like, how are you working towards whatever that goal is? Um, and that's what I did. I just, I would write it down and I would just, and it's kind of unex, like you can't really explain it sometimes. Cause it's like, you're just, like I said, I had no ints. Like this isn't like, I didn't know Eric, the broke agent. I didn't know th- these people were brought into my life for a reason. Um, 
like it wasn't just like I had a bunch of ins or I had a bunch of connections or anything like that. I wasn't born some rich kid or anything like that. Like, um, I really just like worked and like tried to garner any, any attention I could. And a lot of people still say they're like, Matt, all, everything you do is attention seeking. You know, this business isn't about attention seeking. I'm like, yes, it is. This is pretty much all our, we want as many eyes as possible on us, on our listings, on everything. It's a marketing business at the end of the day. Um, and that's, yeah, I just would head down and would just get to work. I knew, you know, there's a lot of things you can't control, but if I can just make my content the best it can possibly be, things will start to happen. And I just, that's all I tried to do. That's what I could control. I will selfishly say we are with a very incredible for brokerage firm that highly supports creatives. Like I, I I am like, I am, that is my heart. Like I just love being able to be creative and to know that I have the support of my company makes it so much greater to be like, you know what? This is my way of disrupting the industry. I've already had like a few things already said to me, but because I already come from a background of fitness, I already, I've already gotten things in that industry and I've gained things in that industry for me to just be like, cool, I'm going to move past it. Cause I know what I'm aligned with. I know what that my character is aligned with, but I am going to say something because I want someone that may, that may help them. And based off of what you're talking about, which is what makes me so grateful for you sitting in this interview with me. I like to connect to people. It's just a natural thing that I have. And I find it to be incredibly powerful and a a success power move in somebody's business is introducing yourself in the most natural way. And that's it because I've, I've gained so many friendships and relationships I'm building. And that's all I did with you. I actually thought you were from New York and I was like, Oh, this dude's from New York. He's not from New York, but that was it. And then I just, I just, I like to, I think it's important to make connections with people within your industry, but just be cool. Like, that's my thing It's just be cool. But I do have to bring this up because I love that you do this now. You do this thing called real estate code words and phrases. Okay. So I'm, I, I wanted to break down for you guys. He's on number five. He's probably going to put it out next week or the week after. So Matt, you have to get on it. So I wrote down ones that are some of my favorite because I find them to be hysterical. These are real estate code words. This is from part one. This is cozy, which basically is like small as shit. I was like, this is hysterical. (laughs) Okay. Handyman special, which is an absolute gut job. Like seeing a home and it's a handyman special. This is perfect. (laughs) I do have a good handyman. You can give him a call for this gut job. Um, Diamond in the rough. It's rougher than a slipknot concert on a Tuesday night. (laughs) and this is from recently put out this is actually recently put out it's a chef inspired kitchen which is basically painted cabinets white and they're bought some midterm samsung items about 10 years ago like yeah <laughs> yeah can you give me one That's on true. the fly one on the fly um let's see which one i had a bunch of Oh, did I do? I can't remember the ones I did, but I did uh, water view, but it's like 
whenever at least here i don't know about you when they say ocean view but they'll say like here lake view and it's honestly like a 30 minute walk from the lake and they'll like somehow like steps to the lake and it'll literally be like 45 minutes through a tick infested forest through through to get to the lake so i don't know also (laughs) there's views okay we have this thing in toronto views of the cn tower that's a big selling feature but like people are really shady about it now and they'll say there's this uh, listing that came out like a couple months ago. This is kind of off topic, but it's funny anyways. And it's kind of about this. It says views of the CN tower. And it's just like the reflection of the CN tower and another building. <laughs> like, so you're looking at a building and it's all glass. And then you can see the CN tower in the reflection of that building when the sun's shining properly. So they get creative. Well, that's like LA. They do that too. They're like views views of the Hollywood sign and it's like, like, <laughs> like you you know it's like at closing you might as well just bring uh what are those things where people watch the stars what's it called I'm blanking uh, on it telescope exactly bring yeah. a telescope give it to them and then you can see the views of the Hollywood yeah, sign they can see it I actually am interested clear. what's the difference between the market in Toronto and Los Angeles is it like completely different like you you have way higher end homes uh for sure i guess also we have a lot more like condos and high rises than you would you have more like homes right you don't have like a ton of high rise buildings oh interesting it's kind of like a city like yeah more of like a new yeah, york it's, city it's it's our new york city toronto oh sure. got it and okay vancouver is like our la what is upcoming? What's uh, coming up? What are you working on now? What can somebody well, expect from you, like in the future, what you're working on? Um, a lot of content still, and then I have a couple shows on like YouTube and stuff that were coming out through Broke Agent Media. Um, we're doing like uh, a Reno show called Reno Me This. It's gonna be like I actually love like interior design and shit like that. So that's gonna show. I've always wanted to do a show because I think. A lot of the times, especially on HGTV, it's very like cookie cutter, the shows. And I've always wanted to do a show that that shows beautiful properties, but then contrast it with like someone like me who's kind of rough around the edges, kind of like Gordon Ramsay and, and gourmet food. It's like the two you would never think go together, but they do. And Gordon Ramsay's the fucking best. So I want that like Gordon Ramsay of real estate style show. And Gordon Ramsay would not be in that kitchen that uh no absolutely <laughs> not he would never be in that chef inspired kitchen Thank you. in your listing <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's amazing i i mean i am really impressed what you guys have created and you can come back anytime and please let everybody know when they ask about dumb girl podcast you could be like you know what i support exactly what it is i like to ask three <laughs> questions to people before they leave the first one is what is a non-negotiable in your morning routine that sets you up for the day uh, oh, well, coffee. Okay. Honestly, I love just going downstairs, having a coffee and sitting on the couch with my dog. Who, Nothing by the else. Who has a bedroom. Before, who has a bedroom, yep. Before going on Instagram, before checking emails, drinking my coffee with my dog on my couch. Yeah, I think that's great. Just sort of like center yourself and not be in the noise quite yet. 
Yeah. Uh, can you leave the listeners with one suggestion or piece of advice that they can apply to either their daily routine, their business, and or their relationship? Yeah, I would say do everything with intention. You know, know why you're doing the things that you do. Um, for so long, I would do things not knowing what the intention was, which made me kind of all over the place. But now that I have more intention with what I'm posting, with where I'm trying to go, it makes everything easier and clearer. And what are the three qualities peers of yours would say about you? Huh. Three qualities. I think they'd say I'm giving. Uh, this is a good question. I've never, I've done a lot of podcasts. I've never been asked this question. Isn't that weird? It seems like a pretty normal question. I don't know. I, I don't know. If I was sitting in the, if, if the reverse was switched, I would say to someone, take as much time to yourself daily to just be with yourself and really connect to what you want to do and really yeah. connect to what you want to create, whether it's five minutes, 10 minutes or half an hour. And you can really just evolve off of that. Cause I just enjoy that. So for me, just like taking time to really just connect to something. So I don't have anything else to say about that. No. Yeah. No, I'd say three qualities. I don't know. Giving fun. <laughs> cool. Cool I will fuck. say you respect people's time and you're really present when people talk to you. I mean, I, I'm a person of, I observe people, how they connect with other people. And I'll just say when I met you in person at forum, I mean, people, swarms of people were coming up to you and, and you were just, you just see like when people were just focused on the person that's in front of them, that's the most important conversation that you're having in the room. The moment that you drift off, you lost the attention of the person in front of you. And I think yep. that is a quality that you do have. And I appreciate that. And I appreciate you being here, Matt. Thank you so much. Where could people follow you? Plug yourself. Thank you so much. That's actually really nice. I'm, I'm happy. Uh, you got that because I really, um, I love that. And I can't stand when I'm talking to someone, I feel like they're not giving me the time of day and I never, ever want to be that person. So I really appreciate that. Um, you just find me on, on Instagram, matt.leonetti and, uh, yeah. DM me there. We can chat, connect at broke agent. I want a dumb girl podcast. I want a dumb girl podcast shirt. So let's okay. get on that. I'll send you merch. <laughs> I will send you merch. I you have will... merch? Listen, if you, okay, I'm going to take, I'm going to, Eric, can you guys put me on your show? I, I mean, it can really do really great things. Every investment that you put in yourself is always an investment for something that will go further. Yeah. So there is merch because you can always get merch purchased. I yeah, that's merch. true. Just, yeah, have a know, cool logo. Like, I'd love that. You can just, I mean, I'm in the, in the process of having like artwork done, but yeah, of Sick. course. Oh my God. You guys can Sweet. follow me at Jessica J Fury. You can follow my real estate at Jessica Fury real estate and follow the podcast at dumb girl podcast. Matt Leonetti. Are you Italian? I am. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here and <laughs> I will talk to you guys soon. Awesome. Thanks for Thanks, Matt.